Hello, and welcome to the Intentional Healing Podcast, the show that dives deep into issues that disrupt the lives of BIPOC folk and urban communities, because we understand that people from the hood need healing too. We just need to be intentional about it. I am your host, Veronica Clanton Higgins, and today we are going to talk about opposite sex friendships with my boy, my compadre, Kedrick Burns. We will discuss the interesting dynamics of male-female relationships and the myths that surround this concept. You don't want to miss this. All right. Hey, Kedrick. (laughs) (laughs) Veronica, Veronica. (laughs) It is so good to get you here at the table. It's good to be at the table. Oh, man. Okay, wait. Before we go into the first part, which is the open discussion, look, what did you think when I asked you to be a guest on my podcast? First of all, I thought you was playing. (laughs) (laughs) We go way back, and I didn't even know you had a podcast. Or even know how to spell podcast. Oh, so you're going to do me dirty. That you got one. <laughs> it's just a whole nother level. Uh, so it was exciting, though, to know that my friend is doing her thing, though. All right. Good, good, good. So before I have Kedrick um, go into our identity format, I'm going to give you guys a little background. Kedrick and I have known each other since we were 14 years old. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What, about 29 years? That's a long time to be a friend with you. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. Uh, I can't stand him, but I love him. So, yes, we've been friends since we were 14. So, Kedrick, tell us a little bit of something about yourself before I go into my guided questions. So, tell us who you are, blah, blah, blah. So, um, Kedrick Burns is my name. Um, you know, representing the LBC, even though we in Compton right now, that's that's a little hard for me. You know, we don't really fool around in Compton very much, <laughs> but it's cool. It's cool. Compton and um, Long Beach. <laughs> um, so I grew up in Long Beach, born and raised. Um, me and Veronica, like she said, go go back to when we was 14 years old. Right now, currently working for the city of Southgate and Parks and Recreation, um, you know, helping people and trying to give back the best way I can. And guess what? He do know what he's doing. So I can't even talk about him in those aspects. So he does his job very well. So, um, Kedrick, you already told us you're from Lone Beach. Yes, ma'am. So generally, before we start um, our open discussion questions, I like to break the ice with people, get them warmed up to the mic by asking them a few questions. Oh, let's do it. All right. So what's your favorite color? (laughs) (laughs) Again. So I'm from Long Beach. So, all right, that's a twofold question. First of all, my dad being my inspiration, his mm-hmm. favorite color was blue. So okay. that's how it started. Mm-hmm. But then growing up in the Crip neighborhood, of course, there couldn't be no other color but blue. Yeah, so, you better not come yeah. outside in a different <laughs> right, color. Right, right. And you know, growing up where in that time gangs was very rampant. So it was either blue or red and I had no choice but to be blue. So. Right. You can't do no red. Nah. Not in your neighborhood. You from nah. the east side. <laughs> exactly. East side. Okay. So, and blue is a good color. It's a great you color. Know, yeah. So, what's your favorite song and why? Okay. So this question is a little difficult because I got a lot of favorite songs. But if I'm talking about the song that I'm going to ride out to no matter what, mm-hmm. it's going to be Prince. And that song is a door. What? And I'm going to tell you why. Why? First of all, if you ever listen to the lyrics of the song, mm-hmm. the man is deep. 
like my favorite voice is when, I mean, voice, the favorite part of the song is when he says, even if God made me blind, your beauty I still see. So that part right there is like second to none. Nobody can touch that. The vocals, the instruments, mm. the production, everything from top to bottom is just beautiful. It's, That's yeah. when you get that single tear yeah. that come down your face. And look, here's an interesting story. So my wife, who I've been married to for 13 years, the first time I picked her up, uh-huh. she's sitting out on her porch. So of course, you know, this is back in the day when you when we had CD players in right. the car, right? <laughs> I don't know how many people know about that, but you know, we used to play music on CDs. CDs so right, right. I go pick her up. I got all the windows down and I'm bumping a door. Aww. She's sitting on the porch like, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like that, that, that's, oh, that's, that's my so, song. That's almost reminiscent of those 80s movies where they would come out with the radio. Yeah. <laughs> so you pulled up the windows down right. I with had the to CD do it. player. I had to do it. Make sure it was a scratch. <laughs> right. <laughs> We used to get some rum and alcohol. Rub that scratch out. Why do we need to blow on it? What am I supposed to do? That made no sense. I I don't know. Nintendo games. Okay. (laughs) Um, What is your favorite movie? All right. So, favorite movie. Like, what genre are we talking about? It's up to you. This is your movie. I got a few. Okay. Go for it. If we talking about comedy, Uh I got a role with Coming to America. I knew it. Harlem Nights. Uh Uh-huh. um, 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 Beverly Hills Cop uh, and uh-huh. the infamous hood movie Which Friday. One? The first Friday, the, not, not the, the rest first one. Old. Wait, first. Friday after next was cool though. No, That's a Christmas no, movie. No, no, no. Santa still ain't gifts. Not. Come on, man. We don't have no Santa in the hood. Yes, so. we do. He still gives. <laughs> That's why we don't have one. <laughs> No, I'm good. Without okay. Smokey, it wasn't the same. You know what? I could give you that, but I really liked to because. It was just hilarious. It, Top flight. Come on. We oh, got Cat Williams. Nah, come Smokey. Right. You over there taking the... I, I clean it all up. <laughs> <laughs> you been eating corn up. Come on. Ezel, Smokey, uh, like that. Miss that. Parker. Right. Okay. Hey, Miss Parker. So well, we you gonna good. let me, you know, that. Yeah, yeah. so um, now we're going to go in, what's your sign? So I'm a Leo. So Yeah, that's why know. we have all these problems. Because well, I'm a Taurus, y'all. And my good friend here is a Leo. That's right. And let me tell you something. The kind of problems this person gives me. (laughs) I give you. Right. Because of his sign. He is very, I think that's why we bump heads a lot. I think that's why we bump heads a lot. Because um, he, no, because um, of our signs. You think that's what it is? I know that's what it is. Or is it just because I'm better than you? You might be better than me in your mind. We call that delusion. <laughs> so as a therapist, I can refer you to somebody to work through those issues. But yeah. here's the problem. Why are you trying to therapize me? That is not a word. It is today. Okay, so we have the word therapize. Therapize. Kendrick is thinking I'm trying to therapize him, and that is absolutely not correct. That's what you've been doing our whole existence, this whole relationship. You're always trying to tell me what to do. Because you don't don't listen. That's how I'm guiding you to be a better version of yourself. (laughs) That's what you think. You're trying to get me to be like you. That's not going to happen. Okay, you know what? Anyway, you know what? See, because you're talking all this mess, when we were talking about favorite (laughs) movies, we forgot to ask about your other the two genres. Oh, Go. do you want to know? Just give me the horror and then maybe drama. And then okay, or action. So drama or action. I'm gonna give you act no, I'm gonna give you drama. Okay. Color purple. 
you told Harpo to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, wait. Most men don't say, and I'm not trying to be sexist or anything like that, but why color purple? Because look, this this is like one of those healing moments for me. Okay. So I grew up in a house where, I hate to say this, but my dad abused my mom. Okay. So to see a woman, that's this is why, like, for me, this is why Adore is my favorite song. Ah, it's a representation of that love. Exactly. Okay. To to give women that power. Mm-hmm. And in color purple, that it gets no more powerful than that. For a woman to stand up, mm. that man used to beat the mess out of her. And she took her power back. She took it back mm-hmm. from the child, from the time she was a kid. Mm-hmm. Daddy raping her. She mm-hmm. got kids that you know she shouldn't even have, and where they were taken from her, taken from her, sent mm-hmm. to a whole nother country. Mm-hmm. Like that just represents powerful women. To yeah. Me. Oh, see. so okay. I love black. I, it doesn't matter. I, I I love black women, brown women, white women. It doesn't matter. And now the fact that we got a woman vice president of color. Kamala. Bro. <laughs> like, and her name is Kamala? Come on. It don't get no blacker than, no than that. So, yeah. okay, so you about yeah. that black brown girl magic. You about that representation and the the empowerment yes. of women. I love it. I love women. I love seeing women being able to stand up and represent because women are just as strong as men. As a matter of fact, Women are stronger than men. Then so. why you always try to fight me when we were younger? Not that's... physically fighting you guys, because he is not a physical nah. abuser. But he, you, every time I said something, this brother <laughs> gave me such. Let <laughs> 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 try to keep it clean. This brother gave me such pushback. I know it was out of love, but let me tell you, after that conversation with Kendrick, remember when we were younger, <laughs> I was so exhausted. But we, I don't know why we did that. We would go back and forth for hours. Right, because I would stand my ground. I was one of those people, what you say, I got something to say right back. And Kendrick always had something to say right back. So we can never end the conversation. So both of us try to have the final word. But you know what? That was my way of helping you become the woman that you are. Okay, so we're going to go to the next question. <laughs> I cannot believe this. Yeah. I helped you become who you are. That's all that is. I'm about to scroll right past. You know how you on Instagram or Facebook, you see something you all like, you go, I'm just going to keep scrolling. Okay, so, all right, this is our last um, identity question. What's an interesting fact about you? Hmm. So it's a lot of interesting facts I can go down. But you know what? I actually did think about this question. Okay. So this is the the stereotype that black people don't do certain things, right? We don't we don't skydive. We right. don't... Uh, uh, we don't do bungee cord jumping. We don't do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I do is camping. Mm, you do. I, I've seen I that your family went camping. Yeah, yeah camp. social distance camping. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. But look, we don't camp in the woods, on the ground, in tents. <laughs> y'all not roughing it. No, no, no. We have running water. <laughs> we got the amenities of home. So y'all glamping. We glamping. Yes. Yes. And black people do do that. Yes. It's not a lot of us. But I would recommend it for all of us. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. All right. <laughs> so thank you for that. That's just our warm-up session because, you know, you got to warm up before you, you know, get into the ring, of right? Course. Of and course. And so now we're going to go into looking at male and female relationships, right? So friendships, friendships, because both of us are married. So I just want to be real clear that I said friendships and not relationships. <laughs> okay, so uh, how do you define friendship? Friendship. Mm-hmm. A friend is somebody you can count on. Um, that's not gonna always tell you what you want to hear. Mm. They're gonna tell you what you need to hear. Mm. You're not gonna always get along. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. But your friend is gonna be there through thick and thin, no matter what. Um, I learned this the hard way. I, people in my life, I mean, I, I think this happens to all of us. Right. We think certain people are our friends, and you're like, oh, that's my best friend. I'm a ride or die. And then you something happens to you, and you find out you ain't who I thought you were. So a friend is somebody that's gonna be there for you no matter what. A friend is gonna have your back. A friend is not gonna always tell you what you want to hear, but they're gonna tell you what you need to hear. I like that. So when you the the, the one part that you said was very interesting when you stated that um, you haven't had uh, you've learned the hard way, haven't had that. So how how many friendships like authentic friendships do you think you've had over the course of your lifetime up until this point? So outside of my marriage and my family, mm-hmm. I would say I had about 10, what I thought were friends, about 10. Now we fast forward to today and I realize I have about three, three real good friends. Okay. Die hard friends. And one of those friends happens to be sitting right across from me. He said something nice to me. I don't I do that believe often. It. <laughs> I don't do it often. I can't so. believe it. Oh, yeah. let me. Hey, so we got this on record <laughs> that Kendrick said I am one of his friends. So yeah. yeah, okay, that makes me feel good about my life. Okay, because I ain't gonna never say that again. It don't matter. <laughs> it's been documented and recorded. Okay, but you know what? That is interesting because I do consider you one of my very, 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 very oh. best friends. Oh, damn! Right. All right, yeah. <laughs> So we're going to yeah. record this and it never has to be smoking it again. Ne- never again. Never again. So uh, that is absolutely correct because when we look at friendships and the dynamics of friendship, it seems like when we come from a place of love and authenticity, we are always assuming that other people are doing the same. Mm-hmm. And then we end up hurt because right. you like, dang, we wasn't even rocking with each other the way right. I thought we was rocking with each other. Here we are both in a boat. I'm paddling mm-hmm. and you are drilling hoes. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, I, I like that. Okay. Since you said that, <clears throat> um, what qualities make a good friend? So you don't have to describe everything about me. It's not but... <laughs> nothing's gonna be about you. So. <laughs> so what qualities do you think make a good friend? Um, someone who could listen. Okay. Um, someone who could listen and give feedback. Like I said, some somebody who is going to tell you what you need to hear, not hmm. what you want to hear. Okay. Um, a good friend, a good quality that a, a friend is gonna have is no matter what time of day it is, you mm-hmm. can call that person. Yep. And they gonna they may maybe not they're not gonna answer at that moment, but within a very short amount of time, they're gonna hit you back. Oh, I always call you back. So you do. I, I give you that. I give you that. And vice versa. So a friend is somebody that you can break bread with. Mm. If I can't bring you home to be around my family, then you we not gonna be friends. So somebody who knows how to turn it on and off. Okay, good. And what I mean by that is when we in the setting of ourselves, we can be ourselves. Right. But then when other people come around, we know how to turn it off. So Absolutely. That's called duality. We were talking about that earlier when you were trying to insult me and all oh that, God, but we good. I never do that. <laughs> uh, we talk about duality because it's true. Because sometimes you and I, we banter, we go back and forth. But if we were in a business meeting or something like that, I'm not going to call you a knucklehead in front of other people, even though I just literally just did it on the podcast. You just but that's slipped a, that in there. But it's an example. Uh, it's an example. That was a little dig, though. No, it wasn't a, a dig. Uh-huh. It was an example. Oh, is this an example? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. It's about perception. Okay. So just understand that I'm listening. Yeah. And later on, I'm going to give you an example. <laughs> so... 
about his work. <laughs> that is called intentional healing after dark. So he might call and use some very colorful words, <laughs> and I'm just gonna laugh. Okay. <laughs> so now this is a, a, a different type of question. Okay. So do you feel that the qualities you seek in a friend differ based on gender? No. Okay. I don't. Um, that if I did that, then that would mean I'm being hypocritical. Mm. Because, like I said earlier, I don't think men are better than women mm-hmm. or vice versa. Okay. So whether you male or female, I'm gonna look for the exact same things. Okay. So I'm I'm good either way. Okay, that's good because you know what I noticed? I notice sometimes with um number one, we're here because people always number one, people say men and women can't be friends. Mm-hmm. But we actually defy that with our long term right. friendship. Right. And then on top of that, when I hear individuals speak of their friendships, it always seemed like the things that they look for in their friendships differ based on gender. And I always thought that was strange because Mm -hmm. I always think qualities are qualities and it should be the same. And I'm glad you said that. So Mm -hmm. maybe I rub it off on you, you know, I mean, I, just I would saying. beg to differ. Okay. You can you know, beg to differ all you want, but the fact we, still stands. The fact still stands. When we met, you was hood as I don't know what. I brought out the other side of you. So <laughs> now that's an example. Duality. That, that's an example. Uh, okay, go ahead. When when we were younger, uh-huh. everything was, you know, I, I don't know if I can say this, but what? you know, everything was gangbang related. <laughs> it was gang related. Well, who I mean? brought the other side out of you. I'm oh. the one that got you in the CIC PACE program at Long Beach Park. No, you did not. Veronica. How did you do that? And I didn't even remember? know you to ninth grade. That's why. I was why. already in the program. You That's how I met Kim. You were not in the program. So we're going to put this on record. Put it on because record. Because let me let tell you what happens. Show. With age and anyone who is a therapist and you know how to oh, use a DSM-5, you know, neurocognitive uh-huh. disorders. Neurocognitive disorders. Uh-huh. Right. So that how means- How we spell that? N-E. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said how I spell that? T-H-A-T. <laughs> so let me tell you how I met- this African-American male sitting oh, across from me. Now we didn't turn to African-American male. Yeah, because I'm trying okay. to be nice. Uh-huh. So I was in uh, duality. I uh-huh. was a game-banging yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. um, intellect. Intellect, wow. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm smart. Uh-huh. I just, my behavior was not reflective. So you were an intelligent hoodlum? It wasn't that a song? Is that a rap group? No, it was a song. What song? I don't remember. Who sang it? I can't remember. Well, why are you going to bring it up stuff? It was back in the day. Back? When you was young, you're not a kid anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I met Kedrick um, when I was in the ninth grade because we had a mutual friend, may he rest in peace, um, Keon. Uh-huh. And I met Keon at Polly uh-huh. when I was in the CIC program. Uh-huh. And for those of you who are local, the CIC program is a magnet program uh-huh. for highly intelligent individuals. Highly intelligent. Yes. Uh-huh. Over at Long Beach Poly. Uh-huh. Right? Right, right, right. Right. So we ain't going to talk about how I got kicked out because uh-huh. I started right, right, right. game banging. But yeah. so- uh, <laughs> We don't want to talk about that. We ain't going to talk about that. I tried to keep you in, but you know. You can't keep me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep quiet while I tell people how we met because uh-huh. you got your facts mixed up. Uh-huh. See how everybody got two. Look at you. Are they you can't trying look to at me box? a podcast. But wait, you throwing jabs over there. No, I'm Ronica, not. can we get back to the show? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> just know. Just know when this is over. Okay. <laughs> uh Okay, last question. Describe a time you had to question your friendship with someone. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm, you know what? <laughs> I could base this on you. Go ahead. But that wouldn't be fair. What? 
because we still be we honest. Still, no, no, no. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna be because this is about healing, right? Yes. So I had to heal over this, and you brought up a gentleman that was a mutual friend of ours. Yes. And again, like you said, may he rest in peace. But that was somebody that I considered a real friend. Mm-hmm. And I thought we were friends. And this is where um, I talked about that person being able to be there for you through thick and thin. Right. And when when the thick happened to me, mm-hmm. this is when I realized that he wasn't my friend. And I'm, I don't want to dig too much into um, his past because he's not here to defend himself. Right. But I'm going to tell my brief side of the story. Go for it. So when my father passed in 2008, um, the gentleman that we're speaking of, Keon, was still alive at that point. Right. And when we were kids, my dad was the type of dad that no matter what, if he felt like his kids were friends with somebody, mm-hmm. he was going to be like a dad to them. Right. Especially when their dad you know, wasn't around or whatever. So my dad was a type of dad that take everybody to the donut shop, bring ice cream, do all those kind of things. You can come to the house and play mm-hmm. and everything. My dad did a lot for Keon. Mm-hmm. So he stuck his neck out. And then in 1992, unfortunately, my dad was in a car accident that left him paralyzed. Um, and then, like I said, he passed That's away right. in 2008. Mm-hmm. And when I called my quote unquote best friend, his response to me was, hey, I'm going to call you back. My dad had just died. And my dad was there, not just a dad to me, but he was a dad to him too. So his response was, I'm going to call you back. And I'm thinking like, dang, dude. Okay. And I'm waiting for this phone call. This My dad died on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. I called him on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting and waiting and waiting. And he never responded. He never called me back. <clears throat> so I think about a week had passed. I hadn't heard anything. So it was a, this is a Sunday. Now, I know that I remember this like it was yesterday because I went to his house. Mm-hmm. Oh, you went over there. I, I, oh, yeah. You are the type to pull up. Yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to be friends. Like You should be able to pop up and talk to your exactly. boy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That conversation went left. Well, and considering. Yeah. yeah. It, it went left. Mm-hmm. And that was the last time I saw him alive. Okay. Because I was done at that point. Okay. Like you, that's my dad. Right. So there was no way, there was no coming back from that friendship. A lot of stuff had happened prior to that, but right. that was That like was the, the icing on the cake yeah, for you. That, that was it. Okay. So. <sighs> All right. So thank you for sharing your truth because the stories like that are very important. It could be very hurtful sometimes mm-hmm. to even just to discuss it again. Yeah. So I thank you for doing that. I also love the fact that you're respecting yeah. Um, Keon by, you know, stating what mm-hmm. you felt right. in that moment. So right. thank you. Okay. So now we are going to end this segment and then we'll come back with session two. This episode of the Intentional Healing Podcast <laughs> is sponsored by Deja Designs. Deja Design provides dynamic, timeless, graphic designs for individuals, small businesses, and corporations alike using exceptional customer service, both locally and worldwide. Seeking to elevate your brand? Hire them for your next project. Visit www.dejadesigns.com. That's www.dejah.com. 
D-E-S-I-G-N-Z.com. All right, Kedrick. So let's go into the second format. We always call this session. The first format, uh, first session is the healing session and the identity session where we're looking at who we are, what you are, and how you think, right? So for the second one, we always tap into our power or we reclaim our power, right? So now let's get into the deep stuff. Let's do it. Okay. Do you buy into the myth that men and women cannot be friends? Why or why not? I do not buy into that myth because if that were the case, then you and I wouldn't be friends. Um, I think oftentimes the reason why people feel like they can't be friends with the opposite sex mm -hmm. is because, as you, as we all know, we're sexual beings. So sometimes it is hard to be friends with the opposite sex when you're attracted to that person. Mm -hmm. But just because you're attracted to someone does not mean that you can't turn that off. Exactly. So, I mean, we've been friends a long time. Right. And I'm sure you've, you've been attracted to me. I know that. <laughs> but at the same time, we've kept it 100. We haven't crossed the line. We've been good. So you have moved on with your life. You didn't got married. You. I didn't move on with my life. I didn't got married. <laughs> and we good. You know so what? There is no there is no reason why men and women <laughs> cannot be friends, but you just got to be honest with yourself. That is true. And, I, and I'm not, glad you came to that truth. No, no, time it's not true that, that I was attracted to this nutball. Whatever. It is true that people <laughs> have to be honest with themselves and where they stand in their friendship uh -huh. and understand that attraction doesn't mean action. Right. So uh, this nut right here. Yeah. Anyway, so let's go into the next question. <laughs> So I know you do not see any um, differences in the qualities that you seek in a male or female friend. Right. However, I want to know, do you think there's a different type of benefit? So what is the benefit of having a female friend as opposed to a male one? Hmm. I would say the biggest benefit of having female friends is, for the most part, women are, are a little bit more honest with guys than, than guys are with guys. Mm. So what I mean by that is, funny story, I can't go too deep into the story, but I remember telling you uh, about a situation I was in, an entanglement <laughs> I was in, and I remember you telling me, like, Kedrick, don't do it. Don't, <laughs> don't do it. And I didn't even say it that nice, but go ahead. Right. You, you, I'm, I'm, I'm being appropriate for this podcast, but you were like, don't do it. And what I do, I did it anyway. <laughs> And the outcome wasn't optimal, but... Absolutely was not. <laughs> <laughs> but that's we what live, I mean. We like, live and we learn. Exactly. And we I didn't make you feel bad about it. You just... didn't. You never threw it back up in my face. Nah, nah. But I feel like women are, are a little bit more um, open when it comes to that versus... I I got guy friends and they'll, they'll tell me, but they only going to tell me a little bit. Like, right. oh, man, go ahead and do that. <laughs> females don't tend not to do stuff like that. So. And you know what? That is, I remember that situation. I'm like, bro. <laughs> yeah, not it. Yeah. Okay. And so, what are your thoughts regarding research that states that cross-sex, that's an appropriate term, y'all. Instead of opposite-sex friendship, it is called cross-sex friendships, right? Oh, okay. I just learned something new. I know. That's what I do. I, I, drop, I plant the seeds. Okay. Uh -huh. So, what are the, your thoughts regarding research that states that cross-sex friendships becomes progressively harder from middle school through college and into adulthood? I would probably agree with that. Mm-hmm. 
And, and why, the, though? The, the reason why is, and I can only speak for men because I'm a man, I mm-hmm. think. But I'm going to say that because during those adolescent years into early adulthood, mm-hmm. most part for men, for males that are young men that are transitioning to become men, it's a lot going on with your body. You got a lot of hormones. I know, I got two teenagers at home. So you definitely understand there's a lot of hormones going on, a lot of different changes. The voice is getting deeper. Mm -hmm. Hair is popping out. That testosterone is popping. Exactly. (laughs) Feelings that you've never felt before all of a sudden are are running rampant. So Daily. Daily. So I can see how the studies can show that that during that time it is hard. Mm -hmm. Because now you're not understanding whether this is just a friend or is this trying to be a little bit something else? Or, right. You know, you don't really understand that concept just yet, unless you have a little bit more of a, a more mature mentality. And I think that is the key right there. The key is a mature mentality. Right. And um, because in in the research study that I was reading, it says a lot of times when women become friends with men, it's because they feel safe. Mm-hmm. So they might be funny and stuff like that. And a lot of times when men become friends with women, it is because they're generally attracted to some aspect right. of her right. in hopes of transitioning from friend exactly. to lover or partner. And mm-hmm. so um, especially when it's stated that as we progressively mature and get mm-hmm. older, it becomes harder. See, the key is to find you a friend that you love but can't stand at the same time. Like so, you and I. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I love Kedrick, but I can't stand him. And so that is why our friendship has worked. over. And both oh, of our spouses God. just roll with it. Because they're just like, these two right here, they come in the space arguing and fighting. It's like a brother-sister relationship because half the time I want to shake him like a Yoo-Hoo. Wow. But he, he's taller than me. And so that I know. That ain't hard. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am tall in my mind. <laughs> I am tall. I was I'm on the call with somebody, and I told them my height. They said, "I just assumed you were taller than that." I said, "It's my personality." Mm-hmm. You yeah. try to act bigger than what you are. Yeah. So anyway, as <laughs> long as you are mature and honest with yourself, and you have the right intentions right. on why you're friends with somebody, right. you can defer from. It overlapping. Right. So I think the biggest issue, though, is uh, that's where the word friend zone came from. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about, have you ever been in a situation where you were attracted to someone and it didn't go that way and you ended up getting friend zone, but then you finally realized, well, if I can't get what I want from her, I don't want to be her friend? Mm, I don't think so. Because, um, I, I, you know, I was never put in the friend zone. You know, being who I, wish I am. I wish I could see my face right now. <laughs> I wish I could see my Being who I am, face. you know, I've always pretty much gotten what I want, if you will. But no, nah, let's let's My keep. face, my <laughs> face, right. I wish we was recording this because so, I now you know, that's the Leo in me. You know, I just <laughs> that got that is confidence. True. I just got you, that confidence. You just be sitting up there stroking your mane, yeah. like hey man. Yeah, you know, you know, I sh- I'm stroking something. So <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> I mean, that's. I can't with you. That's just what we do. Okay, you know, you straight up nut. But okay, so that is a good segue into the next question. How have you maintained boundary boundaries in your opposite um, gender friendships? Keeping it professional. Um, just, I, I try not to. Uh, for me, okay. So being married is. People always think that oh, when you're married. That's the only person you could ever be the opposite 
friends with, right? Right. But that's not true. Like your your spouse should be able to have guy friends and mm-hmm. your husband should be able to have female friends. True. But as long as you have respect mm-hmm. and you keep conversations open and honest right. with your spouse and with your friend, mm-hmm. things are good. Always. It's when you start doing stuff sneaking and you start having those little conversations that don't nobody know about, but that's you when, and this friend. Oh, that's what things get. That's when a line get crossed. Exactly. So, <laughs> and like people think the only way to cheat is physical. Nope. Cheating starts in the mental. So cheating starts in the DM. Exactly. So. <laughs> when you start sending somebody messages late or pictures or what have you, even right. though you may think this is something innocent, mm-hmm. the other person may not be seeing it that way. Right. So you got to make sure you. If you have those, to delete it after you send it, then you shouldn't. Then you shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't. Oh, uh, what they say is getting late. <laughs> Why you gotta be here? Okay. Uh, so singing is not your thing. I so. can hum a tune. Do you and want me to bust a freestyle? I would prefer you don't. And let's just stick to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they are not recording because is that camera up over there? <laughs> you know, and that is true. When I first started dating Mr. Higgins, I had to, I, I didn't have to do anything. But out of courtesy, respect for our relationship, I told him about you uh-huh. and, um, and one other male friend that I had. And that was it because I felt like open and honest communication, right. just letting them know. So, yeah. So, you're absolutely correct. This is the second time in an hour that I've told this man he is correct. I'm going to have to detox and sage myself um, no. because this is just unheard of. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a lot wrong correct. with that. I'm not even going to do this with you. Whatever. And I was I'm just correct. look, look, <laughs> look. Game recognize game. Game recognize game. Game recognize game. How you gonna recognize the leader when you the student? No, 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 no. When I said that, I didn't mean that you were the leader. See, that's I the mean, problem. I am. Most of the my, time, when you your the student, game is recognizing my game. No, absolutely that's not. That's what it is. No, it does not. That, that's Mine why you are like saying here. you're I'm absolutely like right correct. here, right? You see I'm how like little PhD your arms are, though? Level. You but, more like oh, associate oh, level. Oh, wow. So what you, we doing? Did you just throw your degree up <laughs> over here? Wow. So we doing that now? Because, you know, I do got a master's sitting outside. I, I got the got, MBA. Wait, your master's is outside? It's, it's sitting outside. Actually, you are so you know, smart, Kevin. It's the MBA. That's the reason we're friends, because wow. you're smart. So you're smart enough to have a conversation with me. So wow. this is why we keep rocking with each other. Yeah. But but see, I wish they did see when you put your little arm up. <laughs> it didn't go up very high. Like it was. You were like, I'm right here. You know which what? Wasn't a, Let me tell you something. And we're going to get to our last question before I have to hurt you. But uh, Mr. Higgins keeps saying I have little T-Rex arms. You do. And he said that when it's time to reach for stuff, it looks... And I, I know you guys can't see, but he said, you like this. <laughs> <laughs> like you scratching the record. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, this ain't no Freestyle Friday. What yes, you doing? Um, Kedrick, you know I have much love for you. I always love talking to you. Um, love being your friend. And I love that our friendship is the type of friendship that even though we don't talk for long periods of time, right. we do check up on each other. Because right. Kedrick would send me a text like, hey, and he'll say something really colorful, um, <laughs> just checking on you and stuff like that. And it's yeah. the same way. And so... And I was laughing because I was thinking about you and you text me. And I was like, are you are you telepathic? <laughs> this is what we doing? But no, I just love the fact that we've lived in our life. We have our families. We're doing our things. But right. we still make time to check on each other. And I know that if I need something, 
I could call you and you know Absolutely. that if you need something, you can call me. And it's just like, and that is the authenticity that I really, really love about our friendship. Absolutely. Right? Cause we know when to cut off the jokes and be serious. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Cause you'll be like, no, for real. You good? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm good. And I'll be like, are you sure? You're like, I'm good. So it's just like, I really, and I love you. I think you are an amazing man, father, husband, all of that. Um, even though your ego is like super inflated, um, I still appreciate you. Dang. <laughs> wow. You see how you had to throw that dig in there again? Got a big ego. Okay, Man. so. Wow. Kedrick, are there any thoughts you want to leave our listeners with? After you just gave me that great, <laughs> all those nice, kind words that you said about me, I'm going to try to do the same thing about you. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. We get this on record. Now, I'm looking at <laughs> I'm not looking saying it's going to happen. Like... <laughs> but I will, I want to say, you know what? I am proud of you for the fact that you are doing these things. You're you're trying to build the community, build up the community instead of always tearing it down. Like I said, I'm uh, coming from Long Beach. Compton was not one of the places that I visited a lot. Mm -hmm. Although I did have friends and family here, we didn't come to Compton often just because of the the history mm -hmm. that was going on, especially during the eighties. Like gangs was going crazy yeah. during that time. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, even playing football for Long Beach Wilson, when we came to Compton, it was like you ran back to the bus. So I, and that's no after lie. the game, as soon as the game is over, it's like five seconds still on the clock. You ran straight, straight back to the to bus, the bus mm -hmm. because it was just that active here. But watching you help to rebuild the stuff that was torn down and the fact that people are able to do it and the groups that I see that you are intertwining yourself with, positive people, I really give you big props for that. Um, and that's coming from the bottom of my heart. Again, you don't hear me say stuff like this very often and especially on record. Right, because I'm going to play this for Kyle when I get home. As you should. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... I want to give you big props. I Much you. love. Congratulations on a beautiful family and all the things that you're doing. And I wish you nothing but success. Aww. Nothing but success. Thank you. And I received that. This episode of the Intentional Healing Podcast is sponsored by The Variety Group. The Variety Group strives to help make your multimedia room, studio, classroom, or non-traditional educational space a hands-on experience like no other by installing the latest technology to educate. The Variety Group delivers an impeccable, creative, professional experience with every client. And I know this for a fact. So contact them today at www thevarietygroup.com and also follow them on Instagram, okay? So, thanks for sharing space with us today. Remember, your words have power. Use them to heal and not to harm. Remember, be intentional with your healing. Until next time, bye!